0: All right, what's going on? Welcome to the 110th, or sorry, 12th installment of the Unplugged Alpha. Talking about business ideas, options, uh, and I'm going to evaluate them live for you. I took a whole bunch of um, questions from guys There's so a few of these windows in the bottom displays um, on the community tab, uh, soliciting some feedback from people on hey, what business ideas do you want me to compare up against? what I talk about in the School of Entrepreneurship and what I think is a a good business to run versus a crap one. So um, yeah, I got a a bunch of really good examples here. Uh, Just real quick, I have video game strategy guides, cybersecurity courses, OnlyFans management, copywriter, alcohol delivery with drones, SaaS business data aggregation, manhua, Chinese figurines, unplugged AI, fast track trade school training. I got a whole bunch here, man, two, three, four, yeah. There's a few more still. Uh, I'm going to try to get to as many of them can, hopefully uh, all of them. But um, the whole point of this cast really is to demonstrate, because I get a lot of people that ask me a ton of questions about, I have this business idea and how do I do it, and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, look, I get that the questions come, and I try to address them as often as I can. And my line is always open for you guys to call in, or in like 98% of my shows anyway, I'm able to take call with the time constraints. And what I've done is I've taken – 20 plus years of my experience personally and the guys that I've worked with distilled it down into a course and I've called it School of Entrepreneurship. Um, I've mentioned this last week. I kicked off the enrollment. It closes on the 7th, which is tomorrow. Um, the link for the course uh, with how it works, what's in it, basically the landing page, you sales page, and then the uh, opt-in if you want to get in is there uh, in the description. Put the ticker down here as well. Um, let's get started, man. Let's dive right into this. Um, get as many as we can done. You guys can in the chat let me know what um, you know what's on your mind. If there's anything you have a question about, or um, I don't know, you got a disagreement or about a better solution or whatever it happens to be when it comes to something like this. There's always some hater out there. That's fine. You know, bring it. it's funny. You know, haters are always so vocal in the comments afterwards, but they're pussies when it when it comes to like calling it. It's the funniest thing ever. I'm going to deal with actually some of the uh, nauseating uh, excuses that I came across, uh, you know, from the haters towards the end as well, too. We have, uh, you know, the kind of losers that are out there, but let's get on with this here. So we've got I've got an Excel spreadsheet, Let's spreadsheet, this baby, present on screen, uh, window, is that it? Let's see if this pops up. Straightforward stuff, buttes, buttes, nice and clean. Uh, let me see if I can make this a bit bigger. U size, how do you do the size? Let's see your zoom? Let's try 50 or 125, maybe try to get it up as big as possible. Buttes, maybe a little bit more. Can you guys see that? Okay, is that is that legible on your end? Let me know in the uh, the chat if you can read that, or if I need to go bigger screen for you. Um, this is guys these, these matrices that I'm that I'm using here. And again, this one that I'm showing you is one example that is used to evaluate business ideas. You can use to evaluate about want to evaluate jobs. You want to evaluate. Plates that you're dating for the LPR or Motherstock, you can use a matrix-style chart that I'm going to show you here tonight. Uh, to Value just anything you want out there. So keep in mind, a lot of this stuff is uh, unplugging from one thing, and you can plug it into something else and use it somewhere else. Okay, is that okay? Can you guys see it fine on the screen, or is it too uh, small? Check on my screen. I'll go full screen. Oh no, you should be able to see that. All right. Um let's get started. So we've got on the top here um business ideas all the way across and below that we've got in smaller font a slight description which I'll read to you when I deal with the business idea. On the left-hand side over here so the theories that I talk about in the school of entrepreneurship deal specifically with deal with building the kind of business that is scalable beyond a million dollars in annual sales which offers location independence, meaning you can run it from anywhere in the world. Um, and ideally has a few other things. So I've put in here uh, need for employees. Uh, it has recurring revenue. It's a sellable business. But I think that's important too, because I mean, if you build a business that's not sellable, it's not ideal. Um, there, are, there are some odd exceptions. I mean, um, like for example, Mr. Beast was offered a billion dollars to sell his uh, brand. And he said no to it. And you'd think that something like that is not sellable, but potentially a, a, a content creation engine, doesn't matter who creates the content, can be sellable. Um, if there's useful uh, information in there, there's a loyal audience to it. if you know what I'm saying. So saleability so of the business is really important. Uh, and I'll explain the column in just a second. Uh, you can grow sales over a million dollars a year. Uh, is it in high demand? Patient dependent government regulations is something to contemplate, which I'll deal with when I get to that line. Can it be bootstrapped? Meaning, uh, is this something that you don't need a whole bunch of investment money to get off the ground? You know, you need uh, angel investors or a massive amount of funding uh, to build this. So, can it be bootstrapped? Is it a painkiller or a vitamin? Um, so, with that question, I'll be asking a cent- see, because people buy painkillers more than they buy vitamins, right? It's why um, big pharma. For example, uh, makes way more money off some uh, medication, prescription medications, because that's what people go for, right? Like they don't, they don't go and do the exercise and choose um, a good diet, and lifestyle. Instead, what they'll do, do now is they'll go out and you know they'll get overweight. They'll get this uh, injection, I think it's called Ozempic or something like that, um, and it suppresses their appetite. So it's like people will spend a vast fortune on prescriptions and medical assisted uh, type of Remedies to the uh, choices of life rather than make the choices in life if you follow what I'm saying And again, I'll, I'll use that example throughout uh, Ease of marketing your product or service freedom. Actually. I've got one more here. Um, I need to add um, Info uh, service or product because I'll explain when I get to each one why this matters. Because if you have to move a physical product, very very different from moving a service. If you want to buy something, um, I mean I got physical shit over here. But if I want to buy a calculator, it's totally different business model. It comes with layers of complexity that don't exist. If I give you a link right now that you can click, go to Teachable, pay for a course, and watch that information. I'll explain that when I get to each line as well. All right. Let's see, there's a bunch of you guys watching from the Facebooks. Do me a solid, dudes. This helps me. right? Um, right. Come over to YouTube. Do me a solid. Just come over to YouTube and watch live over there. Okay. Subscribe. Hit the like button. Uh, Help me out with the algorithms. Doesn't cost you anything. You get the most value. Okay, the StreamYard link is there, pinned to message. So that's up at the top. If you guys want to call, call and ask a question, done. What's up? Welcome to my chat. Let's get right into this. Okay. So, uh, let's deal with the video game strategy guide. And I'm going to prioritize here the guys in my business community that, that have that have dropped most of these questions. And some of the stuff we'll deal with that in a minute. Excuse me. <laughs> um, video strategy guide. So, what is this? Um, it's a service slash product, uh, more of an information product, depending on how you structure But, uh, I mean, we'll deal with that in a second. But it helps people, I'm assuming, level up their video game skills and complete games faster. Um, I, mean, I could add a personal line here as far as whether or not I like the business or not. From, uh, you know, essentially from the standpoint of whether or not it resonates with me versus I'm opposed to the business metric. Like, I, for example, I don't think it is the greatest use of a man's time to level up a video game character in a game versus leveling themselves up in real life. People will spend not even hours or days or weeks, sometimes months and even years of their life playing video games to level up a character again this is an avatar in a game a fictional world to earn whatever the currency you know happens to be you know gold bullions bullions whatever the hell you know but they'll make up you know sort of currency within most games um, I can make an entire video on how they hook you and, and and get you sucked in on that comment below if that's something you're interested in in the future but They'll spend all this effort and resources leveling up in a game, but be a loser in real life. And it's fine if you've done something with your life. I get it. And if you've done, done something you put against the universe, you've done something of significance, you solve problems. You're doing something in the real world, making real money, solving real problems with real people and have a real good network. And you're like, fuck, okay, I'm gonna put my feet up and play some video game side. That's different. If you've already done the work. Relax, put your feet up for an hour or two, play a video game. I'm Addressing specifically people that spend way too much time on video games. So, this business model that was presented to me here is um, video game strategy guides. And the description that I got in that was to accelerate and comp- skills faster to complete games faster and level up faster. So, let's evaluate this business idea. Do you need employees? Um, no, probably not. This is something that you could generally run yourself. So, I'm going to give it a 10. Okay. What we're going to do is we're going to score these up at the bottom and take a look across. And then this will easily demonstrate to us which business stands out, which would be a good business to run, which one would be or which one would generally not be the best ones to run. So I'm going to put a 10 there because you could probably do this yourself uh, throughout its entirety. Recurring okay. revenue. Um, if you built a community into it, if you built some sort of recurring uh, billing assistance. This would be ideal if you're building something for a video game or or if you do something where it's a one-hit wonder, um, Flappy Bird would be an example. Nobody, Not many people know what Flappy Bird is watching this right now because it's, it's, it's going to date me back over a decade, but Flappy Bird was a game that people played um, 2008 or 10, like in and around that space or so, and it was the stupidest freaking game ever. Uh, I think it sold for quite a lot of money. It sold, and and it sold very very quickly. But everybody was talking about it and, and playing it. But if you wrote a strategy guide for something like Flappy Bird, it's an in and out. It's a one hit wonder. Versus something like Zelda or World of Warcraft, which has a large following over a long period of time. Games where you level up from level one to eighty to one hundred and sixty, and you know so on and so forth, into perpetuity, keep players in for a longer period of time. So the chances of building recurring revenue. Are far greater. So if you're going to do a video game strategy guard, those are the types of games that I would recommend targeting. Can you build something with recurring revenue? Absolutely. I'm Sellable. Um, something is generally sellable if you have either recurring revenue or if you have a book of business, like uh, a list of customers. Um, with something like this, I'm gonna say yes, although I don't think the market would be that great, so I'm gonna score it an eight there. Uh, Can sales grow to $1 million a year? Not easily, and maybe with some potential and some work. Um, You'd have to build a large business out of this, um, which is gonna require the need for employees slash contractors so that 10 would go down, and maybe you could throw a number here. I'm I'm generally speaking for the vast majority of people that are going to sell video game strategy, guides, I'm going to say probably not. So I'm going to give this a five because it's not the type of business that I would deem um, worth more than a million dollars a year in annual sales. Is it in high demand? Probably-ish. I think there's a lot of people that play video games, although I don't know how many people that play video games need strategy guides. So this is going to be a bit of a guess, but I'm going to give it a 7.5. Is it location independent? Absolutely. This is something you can run from anywhere. World. Government regulations, government's not gonna, probably not going to bother you with this. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say definitively not going to bother you with this, but the chances are very, very low. There's going to be attorney generals, FTC regulations governing how you write your guides, what's in the guide, how you how you charge for the guide, when you release the guide information. It's unlikely. Um, can it be bootstrapped? Yes, absolutely. Uh, is it a painkiller or a vitamin? It's more of a painkiller. I'm going to go with, so it's. I'm going to put on the higher end, although it's not something that's in higher demand, like health-wise, right? Like if if you get up in the morning and your health is completely deteriorated and you've suffered, you're going to know about it and you have to deal with it. Video games more of a luxury, so I'm going to give this around a seven. Ease of marketing, I think it would be reasonably easy to to market this. Um, You could target people that. are in facebook groups social groups communities uh that talk about certain uh games you know they play you can even dedicate a youtube channel to it i mean minecraft has loads of youtube channels that are dedicated to it um so i think the ease of marketing is reasonably high in fact i'm going to change this seven to an eight now that i've sort of brainstormed through that you guys are seeing how my mind works here right freedom um yeah, you can pretty much run this business at any time of the day, anywhere in the world. So I'm going to score that high. I'm going to give it at least an eight. And is it an info service or a physical product? It is not a physical product unless you do print strategy guides, which you can do on Amazon. Um, if you do digital strategy guides, uh, courses, you know, more specifically, then it's 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 definitely more of an easy, lucrative, fun type of business. So um, while there might be the need for some physical shit like books, you know, for example, um, it doesn't take much to publish on Amazon. Gonna be honest with you. you don't have to print the books and ship them. Like they take care of all of that for you. So it's reasonably high as far as the business model goes. Low business models are physical products. If you take a physical product, again, we're going to use our calculator here, our, our trusty calculator. You're going to have to procure these. You have to find a factory that makes this shit, which I'm guessing probably comes from, China. This one says Trev Central. something like that on the back as far as a brand, and it is made in China, of course, as Donald Trump would say. China. So this is a Chinese product. You would probably go to Alibaba, find this shit. You could buy one crate of it. You could buy a shipping container of it. You could buy five shipping containers of it. More for the more the shipping lower cost. It's reasonably robust, but things will break. The solar display, the screen could, could break. Uh, you could have issues with shipping, things could get lost, shipping. returns with shipping. So physical products, for me, score lower on business ideas than information or service-based products. So do you understand the difference now? Because we're talking about a video game strategy guide, it's more digital. Or you could print them off Amazon, which is reasonably easy, so I'm going to give it about an 8. Okay, so let's uh, score this up. Where is the button? We've got 116.5. Let's keep going. Cybersecurity courses. So this one is creating, implement. by the way, there was a bunch of dipshits in the community tab. They're all like, oh, I'm going to post my idea here, and then you're going to feel it, Rich. Let me tell you something about ideas. Ideas are worth zero. But nothing, big fat, something you don't Okay? Ideas are worth nothing unless you can execute on them, and they generate revenue. They're just ideas. They don't mean anything. You probably don't have anything uh, proprietary. You probably don't have anything unique or something that somebody thought about before. The best businesses that you will see coming out of the woodwork in the future are generally uh, mashup businesses. Like they marry up two things, right? Um, Like, you know, I don't know what came first, Airbnb or Uber. But one looked at the other and said, hmm, we don't need cars or hotels anymore. We can use people's cars or people's homes, apartments, or guest houses, or whatever they have, or tree has, whatever they happen to be. And then we'll connect people that want to stay somewhere or need a car to these people. And they just you know, they just mash up these ideas sort of thing. get the idea. So anyway, going through these ideas. Um, cybersecurity courses. So this guy mentioned creating, implementing, and monitoring security plans for a company. I like this business a lot more than video game strategy guides. So I'm not giving it a rich score or anything like this. But if I had to, this would get a 10. Like a rich score. It sounds like I'm talking about like Doug Demuro, right? The Doug score. Um, so we got creating, implementing, and monitoring security plans for companies. So let's let's do this. Um, Let's just sort of brainstorm. So, this is a service based, uh, probably software as a service, service based type of product. And what they'll do is they'll probably probe, poke at, and monitor your security plan on a consistent basis uh, to make sure everything's up and running, the firewalls work, um, backups are working. Um, like there's all kinds of shitbags bags out there when you get into business. I'm going to tell you right now, there are people out there that have nothing better to do with their time and they will. Looking fraud at businesses, and then if they can get through your security measures, they'll uh, capture your database or your customer list or customer's credit card numbers. And then what you'll get is an email from like you'll go into Work One Day, and you'll try to log in, you won't be able to access your shit, and you'll be like yourself be like, I can't log into the system, I can't open the files, it's all gone. Your IT guy looks at it and he goes, We got hacked, right? And some mofo from fucking some country somewhere that you. you I really know how to pronounce the name of the city, do to send you an email, send me seven Bitcoin, otherwise you're not gonna get your database back. So cybersecurity is a viable business. People get uh, like hit hard and it's very costly to them. So to pay a little bit of money a month for something that uh, creates, implements, monitors, and probes your plans for your business, I think it's a great idea. So what's the first one here? Need for employees, unfortunately, Yes, so we're gonna score this pretty low. I'm not a big fan of having staff, okay? A lot of what I talk about in my course at the School of Entrepreneurship um, encourages you not to have employees. for a whole bunch of reasons. I'll, I'll give you some right now. I get in a greater lengths within all the course material. But for example, the problem with employees is they're very expensive, they're very inefficient. Uh, if you can automate or outsource something, it's far better than having an employee. Minimum wage keeps going up. You've got source deductions. You've got payroll taxes, employment insurance, health insurance tax. You got all these fucking deductions, sources to pay either an employee and or the government. It's usually both, obviously. And then you've got issues with they call in sick. They get, they're, they're banging each other. HRs getting calls over shit. All kinds of bullshit. They're inefficient. There's a, there's an old joke that um you know I heard in the circles when I was traveling in entrepreneurship. There's something along the lines of um, you ask an employee how long they've worked there, and then their answer as the employee is ever since they threatened the fire me. So the employee will do this much, which they think is what the what the maximum or you know what their requirement of the job is to be compensated for the pay. Generally the employer's expectation is up here. So there's this gap. Most employees think that this is what they need to do to get their pay. This is what employers think. Employees are not the best way to go forward with businesses. And then you've got all kinds of weird shit that you're dealing with today. Like there's most people that you're going to hire are not A players. It's very, very difficult to get A players. So avoiding employees where possible is a good idea. Actually, I'm going to change this now that I've sort of brainstormed this through a little bit. So need for employees, because I think you can outsource a lot of this. Not a lot, but you can outsource a lot of this. So I'm going to change this to a four. Recurring revenue? Absolutely. Yeah. You would definitely put every customer on a recurring revenue model. Pay x number of dollars a month, two ninety-seven, nine ninety-seven, you know, twenty-seven, thirteen, whatever the hell it happens. You know, it's going to be a, a monthly recurring plan for sure. It's like software as a service. Uh, is it sellable? Fuck yeah, yeah, definitely sellable. Um, can it grow sales two million dollars a year? Fuck yes, it can absolutely. These these businesses are extremely lucrative. Is it in high demand? The problem with the, with the demand factor for cybersecurity courses is people demand them after they've either been hit or somebody else hit them. Mo- and most people don't think about this as a new startup. So you, so you want to target medium to large size businesses because they've got the bandwidth, the money, and they've probably been hit or heard something that's been hit. So depending on, on how you structure it, definitely a high demand. I'm going to give it a nine. Location independent. Um, potentially, um, I'm going to give it a 12 because there's going to be some requirement for face-to-face for, for many of this. Um, not a ton, but there's going to be some requirement. Government regulations, they're going to exist, but not to a high degree. So I'm going to give this like a 10 for government regs because government won't be up your ass about this too, too much. going to be bootstrapped. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Let's uh, out of fifteen, I'm gonna give this a uh, a 13 It Gonna take some programming work. Painkiller or vitamin? More of a painkiller, so that's a good model. So we'll give it a ten. And ease of marketing. Uh, if you market to mid-size and large-size businesses, uh, reasonable. Yet yeah, so we'll call it a nine. Freedom? Not really. You're gonna be on call a lot for this sort of shit because you're get calls on the weekends until you grow the business to a substantial size and you've got um, people that are able to answer phones or an IT team that can deal with this sort of stuff. So freedom aspect, not very much in the early stages, but maybe build it a little higher later on, but I'm going to give it a five right now. And let's go with um, info service product. It is definitely a information tag service product. It's not a product. It's definitely a service. Because it's referring revenue, there's no physical product to move around in the mail. You don't need a warehouse, you don't need a physical retail outlet, a location like a Walmart or any of that shit. It's just more or less a service. So it's that box, we're gonna call that a 10. let total this up. And we'll compare these all well in a second towards the end. So that's 122. And that scored better. That scored better than a video game strategy guy. Good. Okay, only fans management. <laughs> I had to tackle this one, man. Somebody asked. Well, description. Help girls start, promote, scale successfully, selling pictures of their butthole online. All right. So let's take a look. This is a business model. Now, the, the these management firms are um, out there. They're sold a lot to guys. A lot of a lot of people think, oh, you can make a lot of money. There's there's loads of let's go through this. Let's go through this. Need four employees. You're gonna need chicks. You're gonna need chicks that are taking pictures of their butthole. So, and you know, women are not the best to work with, and they're finicky and demanding, and they've got all kinds of unreal expectations. Uh, I like I cringe at the idea of 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 running a business like this. Not interested. I mean, objectively, I'll score it a three. If I use the rich score, I'd probably give it a one or a two. It's not something that I'm. I don't like it. Recurring like like you're, you're catering to simps, right? Like you're like you're manipulating simps and extracting money from them. Simps are simps. I mean, you know, you've heard the argument before, well, if I don't do it, somebody else is gonna do it. Well, you don't have to do it. There's other no shit you can do, which is a little more, you know, upstanding that you can be proud. Of. Recurring yeah. revenue, yep. These dipshits will definitely give you their credit card and pay monthly for fucking a four to seven Sellable. Not really. I mean, let me think about this. Is it sellable? Let's say you have a book of business and you got a dozen, two dozen, three dozen thoughts that you're splitting revenue with 50-50, 70-30, you know, whatever it happens to be. As long as you build a good business and you have them on your book of business, is it sellable? Is the system sellable? Could somebody come along potentially buy it? Yes. Is Is the demand high there for it? Not super high. I mean, I'm gonna give it a fucking seven, seven point five. Let's give it a seven point five. Can it grow to a million dollars a year? Um, there's a lot of people out there that'll tell you that these are very profitable. Again, I know a lot of not a lot. I know a handful of guys. I can count them on one and a half hands that have run or tried to run fans management company, and they've all gotten out of it. They've all gotten out of it, mostly because you're dealing with finicky loser women that are selling pictures of their butthole. I mean, you're not dealing with team players. You're not dealing with uh, A type of employees, okay? So can it grow to a million bucks? Potentially. Difficult. I'm not going to give it a six. High demand. Yeah, there's a lot of simps up there. we got to give it a 10. Uh, location independent. You could, j- yeah, you could run this from anywhere in the world. Government regulations, not right now, but I wouldn't be surprised if they came in the future. to give it at 12. Uh, can it be bootstrapped? Actually, no, because it's fucking Sims giving money to uh, women. Let's pop it up to 13. Um, the government doesn't regulate Sims giving money to thoughts yet. Can it be bootstrapped? I don't think, anyway. Can it be bootstrapped? Yeah, this is definitely a bootstrapped type of business. What was the score for that out of 15. Uh, Painkiller or vitamin, painkiller. Simps, you know, for Simps, it's definitely a a painkiller. You know, attention of women, ease of marketing, it's not that difficult. There's some work that's involved. I'm going to give it a nine. Ease of marketing is just basically giving away free content on on social media platforms like Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. And, you know, build a free audience and you market to your free audience for you know, your special pictures of your butthole or whatever. Freedom. Um, you know what? Out of 10, you're going to be doing a lot of managing. You're dealing with women that are, again, they're not A players. These are women selling pictures of their butthole. You've seen all the fans. I'm um, going to give this a five. I don't think it's going to offer a ton of freedom. You're always going to have to monitor them. Info service product. It is a. It's not a physical product. It's info service. So we're gonna go with. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a high score. We're gonna give it a eight anyway. What does this give us here? Please don't be better than cybersecurity. Thank God, 106. So it's worse than video game strategy guide. So far, it's the lowest scoring one. Okay, copyright. Actually, I don't want to do copyright because this is a ship. As I talked about it last week. Um, let's get this one out. Don't do copywriting as a, a business. Uh, look, I get dozens of people that DM me and email me every freaking day to do copywriting. Don't, don't. It's a waste of your time. Learn copywriting. Learn how to build an email list and build your list and and, and email it. Learn how to communicate, you know, with people in the written form. You don't need to hire copywriters. Um, alcohol delivery with drones. Uh, this one was interesting. Dude said, no need to drink or drive, 10-minute delivery guarantee from a liquor outlet. So basically, this is, it. you don't want to drink and drive, right? Obviously, you want to be safe. Okay, fine. So you're going to pick up an app on your phone, push a button, and you're going to get six-pack your favorite beer, uh, drone drop to your porch, okay, so... Let's take a look at this and see how it uh, sizes up when we're evaluating this as a business option. You need employees? Yep. We're going to need employees. You could potentially avoid it to some degree. Like you could automate almost all of this if you really wanted to, but that's with a lot of startup. You could have uh, robots uh, moving uh, like physical booze in a factory uh, to some kind of drone, helipad or whatever out the back. The drone comes in, picks it up. You could automate a lot of this when it would scale, but I think for the first while, you definitely need a lot of employees to move shit around in the factory, orders, um, pinch orders. You're not going to automate much of it from the get-go. So again, this is from the startup angle Remember that. Uh, Needs for employees. So I'm going to say the need is going to be high. So I'm going to put that at two. Recurring revenue. You could do a subscription service, especially for wine drinkers or people that have, uh, like affinity to certain, uh, brands, whiskeys, Japanese whiskeys, and things like that. Um, so you could, I mean, if that's the case, why not just use a courier service? Right? So now this is for more on demand. So this is alcohol, delivery with drones. So you need to drink and drive, open the app, click 10 minute delivery guarantee. So yeah. Is it recurring revenue? Not really. You're going to have a customer list. But it's not recurring in the sense where they're going to have a credit card on file paying $87 a month. They're not. Uh, sellable. Yeah. If you have a lot of customers, this is something that would definitely be sellable. So we're going to put an eight up there. We'll score it higher. Can, can sales grow to a million dollars a year? I'm going to go with yeah. yeah. You would have to... Um, Enter large markets, big cities. Uh, you'd have to have a, a facility. And yeah, definitely. Uh, high demand. People love their booze. I'm going to put it at a nine. A better business, by the way, wouldn't be alcohol delivery with drones. Alcohol is quite heavy with glass. A better delivery with drone service would be cannabis. Um, we don't that much. It's flour. And then, whether it's pre rolls or um, or edibles or whatever it happens to be, um, you could use the- Powerful drones, more agile, drones. longer distances, bigger battery. Anyway, you put this as alcohol, de- alcohol delivery, uh, location independent. Nope, you're definitely location dependent with this. I'm going to give it zero. I do not like location dependent businesses. I Do not like with physical brick and mortar. I don't lock to location. I talk about exactly why in one of the lectures, the School of Entrepreneurship. If you've been there and seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not going to explain it. To Taking take 20 minutes, but location-dependent businesses are not as good as location-dependent businesses. You want to be able to pick up and run this thing from anywhere in the world. If you want a good business, you want a business that you're going to be happy with. Again, I've said this before. There's, there's three overlapping circles. Okay? You need something that you love doing, that you're really good at doing, and that it pays a lot of money when you do it. Ideally, from a location anywhere in the world. Uh, government regulations on this? Yeah, you're going to have regulations. You're going to have the government up your ass. So I'm going to give this a two. Support very low. I have dealt with the government. They are incompetent, slow, and retarded. And I do not want to deal with any business or limit my exposure to any business that is currently heavily regulated by the government where they're up your ass about everything. Um, there, I can't even be like, I, I should go on first a long time about all the dumb shit that I've seen the government do. And while there's a need to some degree to make sure that things that you're buying are safe and consumable, they just go over. They just suck at what they do. Anyway, um, government involvement in your business when it comes to regulating things and meeting criteria and meeting governing bodies, avoid it if you're to be do Not really. I'm going to score this uh, low. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 50. Um, you're going to need drones. You're going to need computer networks. You're going to need, I don't know, satellite connections. Maybe fly the drones. GPS tracking. Uh, all these things integrated within the entire service. Plus, it's going to be a heavily developed app to make it all work. Um, no. No, it, it, it definitely can be bootstrapping. You're going to need a lot of inventory painkiller or vitamin uh it's a painkiller it's a painkiller so i'm gonna score it high we'll give it a nine uh ease of marketing you get smashed it push this button order your shit it's at your house in 10 minutes hey cool bob look i'm in control with my beer uh should be pretty easy to market i'm gonna score that relatively high at an eight freedom nah you're gonna be dealing with all kinds of shit man I'm like imagine there's a drone flying somebody's 24 pack of glass bottles over to somebody's house, and it goes over a school, and it somehow I don't know the battery dies or it fucking slips out of the drone and smashes on the ground and hurts some kids. Like there's going to be all kinds of issues that are going to come up with you know this sort of business. Uh, you're going to have flight path limitations. There's probably going to be certain no fly zones, and you know if it's between here, if A to B is here to here. Audio is acting up again, just a heads up. I can't do shit about it, man. It's, it's, it's premiere. Um, I checked and double checked, but hopefully they get their act together. Um, there's going to be a lot of issues, but uh, thanks, couple. Freedom is a, it's going to be an issue, man. You're going to be sucked into a lot of stuff. I'm going to have to score this lower. I'm going to give it like a. Th- uh, Info product. It's a physical product. I don't like moving physical products glass bottles break. They're heavy um, They cost a lot of money to store plus you have to refrigerate them. So beer um, So it is a product. It's not a great product to ship. It's 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 fragile. It's a fragile product. It'll it can break easily I'm gonna Score this relatively low. I'm gonna give this like a, a two So what do we got here? This is gonna be a very low scoring one. I can see there's not a lot of Big numbers in here at the 62. Okay. SAS biz data aggregation. All right. SAS biz data aggregation for transactions, reviews, payroll staff, performance, cost of goods sold. So, this is essentially collecting data on what medium to large size businesses are doing as far as how they're reviewing their employees, how they're paying them, uh, measuring staff performance, what the cost of goods sold is. All that good stuff. So let's dive into this one. Need for employees? Yep, you're going to need a lot of programming work done for this one. You can contract some of it out, obviously, so I can score this. I'm going to give it a six. Recurring revenue? Yep. Yep. Software as a service almost always is recurring revenue. We'll give it a 10. You want recurring revenue. You want to be able to come in at the start of the month. There's nothing better than coming in at the start of the month, opening up your book of business and going, ching deposit, $97,000, $197,000, $88 million. Is, I don't care. There's nothing better than at the start of the month, you have a book of business and credit cards, uh, ACH, whatever it happens to be and that revenue comes in. Uh, sellable. Is this sellable? Yeah, definitely. That's, uh, definitely a sellable business. I'll put a. We'll put it there. Can sales grow to a million dollars a year? Fuck yeah. That's the 20 right there for sure. That's a business that can grow over a million dollars a year easily. The reason why that's in there, by the way, guys, can it grow to it over a million? Like, you're going to work just as hard, generally speaking, for a business that I do $100,000 a year versus something that can scale up over a million dollars a year. Legit, there's there's very few examples that you can give where it's like, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm running my business, but this is not something that's scalable beyond $150,000 or $250,000. It's got a cap just because of the business model. You're gonna be doing roughly the same amount of work for that versus something that can do $10 million a year in sales. So why not put your effort and energy in something that's scalable to $10 million a year plus? Or a million dollar zero minimum plus, right? Uh to grow to million dollar. Did we do that one? Yeah, twenty. And the next one after that was high demand. Yeah, people people need this stuff. People definitely need this stuff. Um it's gonna be a little bit of a trick to sell, so I'm gonna give it an eight point five or eight point eight, I gave it eight point five. Location independent. Mm. SAS biz data is location. You could, but again, you're going to have some need for some face to face stuff to some degree. Um, I'm going to call it a seven. Government regulations. Uh, what are you doing here? SAS biz data. Right now, There's very few regulations, so you can split this one high. What is this out of 10? This is out of 15. You can see how important government regulations are when I weigh this shit up. Can it be bootstrapped? Not really. You're going to need a lot of programming for something like this. Uh, You probably need some investors. Painkiller vitamin. It's more of a vitamin. So I'm going to score this a little bit lower. Give it a four. Um, This is more for honing and improving existing systems in place. So it's definitely not a painkiller. It's not. Uh, Ease of marketing. Maybe somewhat more difficult to market, but not too bad. I'm going to give it a six. Um, again, painkillers are easier to market than a vitamin. Uh, freedom, we're going to give it a relatively well, low score because this is going to be intensive. Three. And is it an info service or a product? It is a service, we can score this high because those are much easier businesses to run. I'm going to give it a 10. Anything SaaS, anything software as a service, I like. 101.5, not bad. Here's an interesting one Manchua Chinese figurines. And I had to look this one up. I'm going to show you what these are. Came um, my way. Images. So this is what I got off Google image search. Let me just stop screen and share the screen. Uh, Manchua Chinese figurines from China. So this is what they look like, these things. Um, I have no interest in this kind of shit. Uh, oh, hang on, let's share this tab open up a new tab. So this is what you're dealing with here. This links me to an Etsy store. Surprisingly, these are pretty expensive. one thousand five hundred and eighty one dollars. Uh, this one's two seven six. 6,313. What the fuck is this? What is this thing? This is a Chinese figurine. Six thousand three. China hand carved rare Xing Quang dynasty facet diamond ball, exquisite and rare. Okay. Um, handmade, vintage from the 1930s. Okay. All right. You get the idea. So, this is the sort of stuff that, that, that comes up um, when. I do a search for this manchua Chinese figurines. I just want to check this over here real quick. China's pure hand. So these are hand-carved, pure copper inlaid Guangdong Buddha statue. Valuable collection. Uh, hand-carved. Is it really hand-carved? Somebody like actually sit there and hand-carve this freaking thing. I mean, it's got some nice detail. I don't. I have zero interest in collecting this shit, man. But everybody's got their thing, right? Um, anyway, so let's evaluate uh, Mancua or Manchua, tiny figurines. Uh, go back to the screen. Share. Excel spreadsheet. Okay. So this is a physical product, obviously. Do you need employees? Um, you're going to need to warehouse them. You're going to need to ship them. You need some kind of a marketing team. Yeah employees uh not not a ton but i'm still gonna let me give it a five yeah you're gonna need employees for sure recurring revenue i mean unless you can get them to subscribe to a monthly manchua figurine or a quarterly figurine that's surprise sent to your house i don't think they're recurring i'm gonna score it low i mean you could create some, some sort of recurring model in it, but I don't think it's a recurring business. I mean, if somebody buys their three favorite figurines, that's probably it. They're not going to keep buying them on a monthly basis. They have no need for it. Is it sellable, not really. I mean, like, you know, what's it worth? The Chinese figurines in the warehouse and your receivables and your marketing list? I mean, I'll score 3.5. Um, sales can grow a million dollars a year. There's some expensive shit in there, you know, several hundred dollars to six thousand dollars. Potential exists, but I don't think it's super high. But it exists Next high demand for the niche market, probably, but in general, not really. I'll score to five location independent. Um, yes, and no, you can sell these anywhere in the world but you need to have a warehouse location. So I'm going to give it a five. Sorry, location out of 15. So I'm going to have that give it a 7.5. Government regulations. No, not for this. Government doesn't give a shit what kind of figurines you're selling probably. Um, Can it be bootstrap? Mm, You're going to need to buy some expensive brass or copper or whatever the hell they're made out of. So... House that I'm score it lower, I'll give it a three. Painkiller vitamins, a vitamin definitely vitamin. Uh, give it a two ease of marketing, probably reasonably easy if you join groups. Again, you could market to Facebook groups that like this kind of shit, put your ads in front of people there on Instagram. Uh, you can put your ads in front of people that watch YouTube videos, like you could specifically target YouTube videos that talk about. Jura Chinese figurines and say, hey, you know, buy this limited edition blubber blah or whatever. So I think ease of marketing is reasonably good. We'll give it a five. Freedom. it's gonna be a pain in the ass, but let's score it low. I'll give it a 3.5. It's a physical product, which I do not like these things. Depending on what they're made out of. If they're made out of porcelain, they're gonna be fragile. If they're made out of like solid copper, no. So I don't know if they're gonna break how much they weigh when you ship them uh anything that weighs a lot is going to cost a lot um so because it's a physical product you have to move these freaking things i'm going to score it low and give it a two and let's add these up and we have a 60 doesn't fare very well unplugged ai this one was interesting this is a business that i would actually get involved in um there was a guy that commented on this, and I replied, and they said, "Email me." So I'm interested in hearing from you, my friend, if, if this is something that you're developing. But um, ask a question, get an answer. Again, there's lots of fatherless men out there that make stupid-ass choices. Uh, even guys with fathers that make terrible choices because they don't they don't have good information. So a a AI engine that That answers unplugged questions, I think, has a market. I think it's a good business. I think it's useful. So I think it's a a useful business, which is solid, too. Need for employees? Lowish. But you need developers, so I'm going to give it a five, I'll call it a six. Uh, Recurring revenue? Yeah. You'd have people subscribe to this for sure. This is a subscription business. Sellable? Yep you Have subscribers, it's always sellable. What is that out of 10? 10, yeah. What's the next one? Can I grow to a million dollars a year? Um, what is chat GPT? That's like 35 bucks a month or something like that. Um, oh yeah, this could definitely scale up. divided you divide by 35. So you 28,000 subscribers, 28 and a half thousand subscribers. To make a million dollars a year. Or sorry, no, month. My, my mistake. Uh, 35 times 12, 420. Interesting number, 420. Uh, million divided by 20, 2,380. Yeah. It would not be hard to grow this over a million dollars a year. I'm going to score that a 20. I demand, there's definitely demand. What I say, it's high in its market, yeah. In general, no, people will look at it and be like, What is this on AI? Location independent, yep, you can run anywhere in the world. I'll give it 15. Government regulations, potentially in the future, but not right now. I'm going to give it low, give it a three. Sorry, uh, what was that out of 15? Government regulations, I must higher because uh, it's not going to be regulated. It's not regulated right now, but it potentially could be, so we'll give it 10. I don't know. Call it a 10. going to be bootstrapped. Not really. You're going to need some developing. You're going to need a lot of developing for this one. It's out of 15, so we'll give it a 7. It's a painkiller vitamin. It is a painkiller. Usually when people go searching for answers online, it's a painkiller, so it's a uh I Ease of marketing to the right people, easy ish. If you know what you're doing, freedom, yeah, this is high freedom. stuff sure, you can run this from anywhere. It's, easy to run. it's an information service based product, it's a 10 for sure. What do we got out of this one? Because I'm genuinely interested in cell phone 21. What does that compare? 60 101. 62, 106, 122, relatively high. It's right up there near the top. Interesting. Uh, Man. Are you guys getting some value out of this? Let me know in the comments, please. Let me just take a look at the comments. I've I've lost track of time while doing this. They say that you should be doing something on an ongoing basis if you lose track of time doing it because you enjoy it. Um. Can you make money at it? Are you good at it? Those are the other parts of the equation too, as well. How's the audio, guys? Is the audio getting any better or is it still shit? Steph, can you let me know in the chat or Chris? Um, yeah, it would be a good compliment to what I'm doing. Chris. That's why I was interested in talking to the guy that was uh, in the development. Um Amazon is trying to get all airspace in Canada at four hundred feet AGL below drones. Radio control planes are now government regulated. Yeah. So Amazon, so Amazon's working on trying to get your shit delivered by drone, apparently. I don't know how anybody's gonna compete with Amazon. That's gonna be difficult. It's basically it's still no variable, eh? I don't know what to tell you guys. Freaking StreamYard. You know, the last stream I did was great. Then it goes kind of shit. Anyway, um, you guys want me to keep going? I'll do another one. You guys let me, let me know in the chat if you want me to keep going. All right. Let me remind you again, guys. The point of running a business is that it has the ability to return great freedom and great financial rewards to Anybody that tells you that money doesn't buy happiness doesn't know where to shop. I've never seen a guy crying in the driver's seat of Lamborghini. doesn't happen. Um, having freedom, having wealth, having the ability to control your, your life in your way. Some of the things that I mentioned last week when I did the podcast, and you know prior to that even, is you still have this recurring potential threat of another... Series of bullshit that they're going to cram down your throat. Another pandemic, perhaps. These forced vaccinations, which they force on employers by the government to the staff, because they all want to toe the line. All of the guys that were entrepreneurs during that time didn't bother with that, and they didn't enforce it on their staff. Head screwed up, right. There's a lot more beyond personal freedom, wealth, and putting it into universe that, that comes from creating a business. Is one of the most rewarding things you will ever do, guys. I'm telling you. Uh, if you're interested in the School of Entrepreneurship, the link is in the description. Click it. Read about it. The testimonials are there. Um, the enrollment period closes tomorrow at midnight. Fast track. Yeah. gives you the life you want and the ability to tell big dogs to kick rocks. Uh, Matt says, it'd be great if you kept going. Your review process is thought-provoking as hell. Good. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I'm glad. Um, so let's do this next one here. We got fast-track trade school training. So teach men how to pass a trade certification. Plumber, electrician, uh, you know, all of these regulated trades um, have some some sort of certification process. I don't know if this is feasible, Um, maybe Chris, Steph, like the trades guys in the chat, let me know if it's feasible to put some sort of online trades, trading course in a a certificate. I mean, if anything, if there's a test that you have to take, you could train people to pass a test with some kind of course, it's entirely possible. Um, Pat Flynn, Smart Passive Income, Uh, He created, I think it was a security guard training course. It was his first big hit. And I used to listen to his podcast all the time, like a decade ago, whatever it was, because I was doing so much driving and I would always listen to podcasts. Like, guys, make your car, make your vehicle a university. Listen to podcasts. Listen to this vehicle. It's available on all podcast platforms. Um, So the notion of being able to train people to pass tests with a course is definitely feasible. I'm going to tackle it. Need for employees, very low. We're going to score that 10. Almost none. Recurring revenue? Um, potentially, but once they pass the training and they get the certification, they're no longer a customer. So You could have them for six months maybe. So yes to no. So I'm going to give it a five. It's I'm going to score it lower because it's really not like long, long term. Uh. Electrician for 25 years here, not going to happen. They might pass the test, but not worth a shit in the field. Uh, it's more of a better mousetrap situation. Plumbing crummy, trip the certs are important as well. Okay, so th- there's probably something there that you could put in training to get people certified for plumbing, electrician, welding, you know, shit like that, like some sort of union training uh, stuff over there. Um, so there's that. Um I know some people's ears in the live chat are looking up right now. Uh, Fast-track So was the next one? Sellable. If you have a book of business, anything is sellable. Uh, not hugely because it's not long recurring revenue. It's going to be a short relationship with them. So, yeah, sellable-ish. I'll give it a four. Uh, sales can grow to a million dollars a year. Um It can with a lot of work, but it's not, it's a lot of work. So I'm going to score that low, give it a three. High demand. I'm going to say yes. There's definitely demand for for trade shit right now. Uh, location independent. Yeah, you can do this from anywhere in the world. Uh, you can train people up on this anywhere in the world. If you're a trades guy, um, you can definitely do it. Uh, Gov regulations. Yeah, that's going to be a pain in the ass. You have to pass the test probably they might come and shut you down at at some point and say, Hey, you can't fucking do this. Um, Or you, or you're operating as this type of business, but you're not licensed to operate as a type of business. Go get licensed. So I'm going to go with a medium number on that one. We'll call it a seven ish. Um, Definitely demand for construction. All I recommend is be good for help them prepare for the red seal test. Need ten thousand hours of job experience to each the test, but have experience. Yep, it can be bootstrap. Yep, definitely be bootstrap. Go look up Pat Flynn's Smart Passive Income Security Guard Training because he explains in detail how we how we built this uh, trade school training program. Pretty cool. Uh, can be bootstrap, we'll call that a, a seven ish. because uh, you're gonna have to do a lot of I mean sorry. I'll, I'm not being generous enough. We'll call it a 10. It can be bootstrapped. Painkiller or vitamin, it's a vitamin. It's a vitamin. It's not it's not killing anything. Um, depending on how you market it, we'll give it a four. Uh easy marketing. Pretty easy. Yeah. Give it an eight uh freedom yeah it's not complex freedom we'll give it a nine it's an info service it's an info product it's an info product because it's a training product so that's definitely super simple not a headache generally did it right 94 okay um okay so this one was interesting i made a note here um I gotta go to another tab. Give me a second because it was on the description. So I put a note here because I wanted to uh find this and go to my browser and go find, 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 find. Where the fuck is it Finding Finding out there it is, find. Control V. Let's find this dude on the page. Why is he not showing up? Oh, let's try it this way. Find. Nope. Come on, dude. This one was it. There we go. Find. There we go. Okay. So I'm just going to read this. uh, I mean, my idea is a YouTube channel that shows end to end design building flying of remote controlled airplanes and drones. Maybe this is up your alley, but uh the problem it solves. A lot of engineers in the aerospace industry. This this, this dude, here, I'm gonna put it up on the screen so you guys can see how you pitch something. This guy is pitching it right. Present, share screen. Um, so this one this guy's pitching it right. Okay, problem it solves. A lot of engineers in the aerospace industry say that first they first became fascinated with aerospace because of radio controlled airplanes. The RC airplane hobby is dying. It is dying. It is dying for many reasons. STEM is not being taught in school. Well, it is, but and the government regulations are remotely piloted drones. Yeah, that's a pain in the ass. Government regulations are always a pain in the ass. My solution, I think a YouTube channel that can show people the whole process of building amazing aircraft suited to many different missions. Amy, are you listening? Many different missions may help someone somewhere be inspired to get into STEM and eventually get into the aerospace. And and so he's trying to drag people from YouTube hobby into the aerospace industry. Also with a platform, I would want to get local high schools involved in a yearly competition to build aircraft for various missions. You can get Canadian colleges and universities on board to host competitions in high school. Okay, if it gets money. Products I would sell. The YouTube channel would probably be insufficient to fund myself and go, yeah, you wouldn't make any money off the YouTube channel video creation. But I would sell my aircraft that I designed to build the aircraft for my customers. I was also thinking about a subscription-based model building where I would every month send out a piece, such as a wing section or fuselage or tail. Of the project aircraft and people could build along with the series on YouTube. I would also see how the RC channels build. Thank you, Rich. Okay. So let's go back to our spreadsheet. Now we have some idea on what this business is supposed to be. Slides. slide. Uh, new Excel. There we go. Okay. So. We know what this guy's doing. Need for employees. Mm, very low. You're going to need employees and some people to do some stuff when it comes to your... Um, put it there. Uh, when it comes to shipping product, um, you could have a fulfillment center. You may not use one. Uh, there's going to be some need. I mean, You could always contract that out to, to, to another fulfillment center. Recurring revenue, 0, 10. Um, yeah, you could do this with a recurring revenue model. You gave a pretty good example there. Sellable. Uh, if you have a book of business and people willing to subscribe and are loyal to it, um, it's sellable-ish. I'm going to give it an eight. Can it grow to a million dollars a year in sales? Potentially. I mean, did Mr. Beast think he was going to have a YouTube channel with the, with the millions and millions of followers that he had? I mean, who the fuck knows? I don't think it's as mainstream, obviously. It's a little more niche. Uh, but the potential exists. I Why not? I don't. I mean, given an 8.5. High demand in its market for people that like that kind of stuff. Um, call it an 8-ish. I might be wrong there. We'll call it an 8. Location independent. You could run this from anywhere. I mean... Virtually anywhere you couldn't run it from a sailboat in the middle of the ocean, but pretty much anywhere. Government regulations, as long as you're not, yeah, it's not regulated. It's very simple. 18. It's not gonna, it's not gonna offend anybody. It's not, it's not some, some stuff that's gonna piss off the woke mob. That's for sure. It's gonna be bootstrapped. Um, yeah, definitely. Painkiller vitamins. Vitamin. Vitamin. Not feeling any pain. Uh, we'll give it a low score, so we'll put two there. Marketing with a YouTube channel. I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a a little bit of a, a year, maybe six to eighteen months worth of um, work. Good amount of work um, to get to get views on that. So we're going to call it uh, when it. When the channel would get bigger, it would be easier. But for the first couple of years, it's going to be low. So I'm going to score to four. Again, this is on the startup concept. Freedom, you know, yeah, it's pretty high. Give it an eight. You can do this anytime, anywhere. Uh, inf- now, this is interesting because he said information first on YouTube, how to do this, that, and the other thing. And then subscription to a metal wing, a fuselage, a cockpit, a tail section. Um, so, there's a product placement involved at a later date. So, it's one of those blended versions. So, we're going to give that a eight, eight, six. Give us. Hey, excuse me. 106, not a bad score. Let's do one more. I'm going to take some, take some call ins here. Let's do one more. What do we got? SAS, video editor. Uh, business, business, video production, young, fit, residential cleaners, three-step gum to quit weed, home inspection company, robotic smoothie maker. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna tackle robotics, smoothie maker. No, I'm not gonna tackle. Let's do this one. This one's a little bit weird. Young, fit. I thought this one was funny. Um, these two. Get rid of these columns. Did that one not delete? Okay. Sorry, I'm not getting to the other ones, guys. I wanted to cater to the guys in the School of Entrepreneurship first that asked their questions because they are loyal guys. Um, So I'll do this one more here, one. So this is Young Fit Residential Creeners. So this guy's business model was... If they're younger and fitter, they're healthier and they're more productive and efficient. They won't call in as as often. They'll always show up for your, you know, bi-weekly cleaning, booking. Because most residential cleaners are older cleaning ladies or middle-aged cleaning ladies. Um, So he's saying young fit residential cleaners uh, at a higher price point. So this is more of a premium product, if you can look at it that way. So let's do this take a look at young fit residential cleaners. need for employees Ugh. I don't like employees that's a fucking zero because you're going to need entire business relies on cleaners employees people call in sick they don't show up again like he's claiming that this will solve some of the problems and they're more efficient and they'll be more dedicated because they're younger and better you can move faster they're not going to have bad backs or any of those things uh, but yeah, you still need employees. I'm, I'm being an asshole. Well, I'm going to give it a two. Sorry. Recurring revenue. Yeah, because you people when say pay for a cleaning service, uh, it's on some kind of a schedule, so recurring revenue. Is it sellable? You can sell a cleaning company, sure. I have enough customers. Excuse me. Can it grow to a million dollars a year? Um, potentially. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's not gonna be super easy, but yeah, potentially. Uh, we'll give it a 15 out of 20. High demand. Um, yeah, in its target market for sure. Like anybody that uses that doesn't have the time to clean. I haven't cleaned a house in fucking well over a decade or two now. I don't. I don't clean. A house. It's not a good use of my time. Um. So high demand. Yeah, I mean. Definitely high for people that use cleaning services. Location independent? No. This is definitely location dependent. Um, so we're going to score this low because you're going to be tied down to location. Government regulations. Do they have government regulations on cleaning services? Like you need EONO insurance probably. You break something or theft or whatever. So, I mean, aside from that, it's low. Well, call it a two. Or sorry, uh low means that it's a high score. So this is a like fifteen government regulation, so we'll give it a uh, uh can it be bootstrapped? Pretty much. Uh aside for some cleaning products and a car. 13 painkiller vitamin is a pain clearer. Uh, painkiller. People don't like cleaning. Uh was that out of 10? Yeah, color the 10. So we'll give it a 8.5. Ease of marketing. These are pretty easy to market. Reasonably easy. We're going to call it an 8. Freedom. No, you're on a set schedule. No, you're on a set schedule with this. Definitely. People are going to be like, Ten o'clock on a fucking Tuesday. What's your problem, All right, Like, what am I paying you for? So, you have to make sure that it happens on their schedule. So they're the customers. And What's the last one here? Post service product. It is a, a service. You know, shipping anything. Uh, you need some cleaning products, vacuum, car, basic shit. So it's a price. So it's very low. Very low on the pain of in the ass six a little more generous all right let's total them up and we'll see which one's the best business here 99 106 94 121 122 cyber security courses was the winner cyber security courses out of this entire list creating and implementing and monitoring security plans for businesses if out of this entire and the one that i was interested in was ai 121 which scored pretty high too 122. Yeah, so it's the second highest one. You dig? You see what I'm doing here, guys? Does that make sense? Let me know in the comments. Does that make sense? Give me a hell yeah. So, again, the purpose of the exercise is to try to establish a clear and concise way using a grid, a simplified grid on an Excel spreadsheet, which anybody has access to. Even if you don't have Excel, you Google Docs, whatever it's basically built the same way. Or you don't even need a computer. You need a piece of paper and a fucking ruler and draw, and you get the exact same thing. Um, so for all the people who are like, oh, I got all these business ideas. I'm not really sure which one to use." There's your answer. This is how you do it, right? Now, granted, I have a lot more experience than most people when it comes to evaluating business ideas and these notions. So. You saw how quickly I can rip through it. Like, how many did I do here? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, eleven, twelve. I did a dozen in like an hour. So, you get the idea. Anyway, I'm gonna run the ad reel, and then we'll take a few questions, and uh, we'll wrap it up. and See what you guys have in the uh, Q and A segment. Live uh, chat, YouTube. This episode is brought to you by the Unplugged Alpha Supplements and Grondike Soap Company. Brothers, if you're like me and you take what you put in your body seriously, you'll want to use the Unplugged Alpha Supplements. An obsession with absorption is what sets this line apart from the others. You want to make sure that you absorb as much of the supplements as possible so you don't end up peeing out expensive urine. My supplement line is made in the United States from the highest quality domestic ingredients. And unlike cheaper supplements from China and plastic bottles, mine ship in dark glass bottles to keep your supplements fresher, longer and won't seep endocrine disrupting plastics into your supplements. Nothing is a hard tablet. Everything is in an easily digestible bioavailable capsule. You can filter all products by various categories, including testosterone support, estrogen metabolism, fat burning, immune health, sleep support and performance. Visit theunpluggedalpha.com forward slash shop and use the subscribe and save option to get 10% off your supplement orders or use coupon code ALPHA10 for 10% off a one-time order to try it out. Then, I use Tactical Soap and God of War Beard Oil every day. Tactical Soap is a handmade product made in the United States from ingredients you can actually pronounce, not conventional endocrine lowering toiletry chemicals. Both the soap and the beard oils are infused with bio-identical pheromones that are designed by a clinical psychologist and pheromone expert to maximize attractiveness, to the opposite sex. Go visit coopersoap.com and get 10% off your order today. Guys, check out my website at richcooper.ca for more information on booking me for coaching, my community, my courses, and a whole bunch more. You can also find all the useful links pinned below in the top YouTube comment of all my videos. Now let's get on with the show. All right. As my voice fades into the evening. um all right i got brandon here who wants me to rate a home improvement app before it goes to market so brandon brandon what's up buddy
1: hello hi rich
0: how you doing i'm doing good what do you got for me
1: so i have been working on an app for about six months and the goal is to uberfy home improvement okay and essentially what it does in short is you post a picture like any other like ebay you post a picture of your product or in Mm -hmm. this case your issue Mm -hmm. and then uh qualified contractors can bid on the project by looking at the photos images asking questions Mm -hmm. and then you can select the bidder you want and that's the uh essentially how it works
0: it's it's gonna be tough to bid on a project i think a lot of trades guys are going to be reluctant to say, I will do it for X amount of dollars because people aren't always honest with what the problem is, or they might just be incompetent and not know how to photograph the problem correctly. Or there could be something behind like in the wall or something like that, that they can't photograph. So, um, that's, that's one of the flaws that you're going to run into with that. But, um, it's, it's a software as a service. So here, let's, let's, let's pull up the uh, matrix. We'll do this live with you right now. Right. Right. Might as well do it live, right? Makes makes better sense that way. Um, so this is a home improvement app, is what you're calling it?
1: Yeah, it's a, like a marketplace of eBay, but localized for services.
0: Cool. All right. Um, let's put it up on the screen here. Okay, you with me? Can you see it? Yeah. All right. So... <clears throat> Marketplace for home improvement. All right. So you guys understand the definition. Do you need employees for this? Uh, you're going to need some developers for the software, right?
1: Um, it's already developed, and it's uh, ready to go to market.
0: Okay. But you're going to need people to manage it, modify it. You're going to need contractors for Yeah. That.
1: The, the biggest piece where we need employees would be for support.
0: Okay. Are you... Already in the School of Entrepreneurship, did you go through the lectures?
1: Uh, I am not.
0: Okay. Um, I'm just wondering what your knowledge is at this point. Um, is it recurring revenue? Yes, there would, are. Would you charge a subscription fee?
1: Yeah, there is a subscription fee for contractors where uh, they pay based on how many bids they have. So it's free up to a certain amount of bids. but after, wouldn't, it make,
0: wouldn't it make better sense to like you were talking about airbnb or or uberfy yeah like you only pay when you use a service so right like it's not really a subscription style type of business like you're only paying when you use a service like when you're bidding on it or you could have like a gold or a platinum level where it's like okay you know how um like amazon has uh prime for faster deliveries and you get all the extra bonus shit like Mm -hmm. that's how you get get them to that so the so the potential exists there so we'll give it a, a six yeah uh, is it is it sellable? Definitely, this is definitely a sellable type of business. Because anytime you have a marketplace, it's software where you have users. The more users, the more billing you have going on. It's always sellable. Can this grow to a million dollars a year? Uh, definitely, this is a twenty for sure. Uh, high demand. There's always shit that's breaking, and people like using apps to fix things. So I'm going to score that high. Location independent. I would say no. No, I think you could run this from pretty much anywhere. Yeah. You don't need a, a, a storefront with a neon sign and an open close sign. This is something you could run from anywhere. I mean, you like you've got servers and you got computers, obviously, which are going to anchor you somewhat. But it's something that you could run from pretty much anywhere ish. I'm going to give it a ten. Uh, government regulations
1: tricky because of uh, getting permits. But
0: I, well, I you leave- don't need the permits, just like you don't need home insurance to run an air to, to be Airbnb. You don't yeah. take on the burden of any of the shit that exactly. breaks or home insurance like leave like it the, to the uh, pro. Right. The so going. I'm going to put this pretty low. Cause I mean, uh, sorry. high because in this case, um, government regulations, you're going to rely on the contractor and the consumer. You probably broker or have some sort of like, um, yeah, Okay, there's going to be some complexities there, so let's drop it to a twelve. Can it be bootstrapped? You've how much money have you spent on the development of the Uh, app?
1: So I've spent a few thousand dollars, but I've I learned the skills to code and basically made it myself.
0: Okay, so did you wireframe it, or do you have a working app?
1: Uh, No, so originally I wireframed it and brought it to some uh, companies that uh, hedge, not hedge funds, but people Mm -hmm. that pay money to make your product launch. Mm-hmm. Uh basically didn't get any call back so I was like, you know, I'm going to learn the skills and build it myself and that's uh yeah so I bootstrapped it.
0: Okay. All right, good, good. Painkiller or vitamin? This is a painkiller because people are going to be needing contractors to fit shit that's broken, leaky pipe, toilet's not running properly, stuff like that. Uh yeah, it's a painkiller. Painkiller for sure. Ease of marketing. Um how would you market this?
1: Yeah, it's Problem on troubleshooting
0: how to go to market. I think not easy, but reasonable because you could definitely target people that, um, are Uber app users, Airbnb users, people that are familiar with this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, your, your difficulty, um, is, so I'm going to score this low for freedom. Your difficulty for this is going to be getting users on the platform, right? Getting, um, People that fix shit—you know, mm-hmm. your home improvement guys, your uh, trades guys—to connect with people that need people that fix shit on that marketplace. Um, that's where the difficulty is going to lie, and that's where most of these companies like Uber and Airbnb had to spend a ton of money because they had to do a lot of marketing, yeah, right, to get my, users on the platform.
1: My, uh, I'm assuming my biggest pull for to get those people on is is that they do not pay for leads. And every other service out there is a lead Mm -hmm. pay system. So if you want a customer, you have to pay kind of like Google ads. You have to pay money to get that customer. But it's...
0: Generally speaking, for stuff like this, you're going to offer your first thousand users in a city. Like I would target a city, be like, you know, we're going to launch this in Seattle. We're going to launch this in Toronto, whatever. Like pick a city and get your core group of users there. And then you spread out from there. But... Um it's going to take a bit of marketing uh money to get up there actually. Um 6 and then you're going to go for freedom on this this the startup phase is going to be low it's going to kind of suck for a bit but it's an info product service so it's pretty high from that perspective. That gives you 112. It's a pretty decent score. Um it's got some complexities but if you can build this and get it off the ground it looks like a pretty dope business.
1: Great. Thanks.
0: How's it running so far? You got any other questions on it?
1: Uh, no, Not particularly. So right now it's, it's done and I'm trying to figure out how to go to market. So what I have done uh, to prepare for that is that whenever a new project is posted, I've created uh, several hundred, or not hundred, but dozens of Facebook groups for each city. Mm-hmm. And then whenever that project is posted, it's going to go to a Facebook group that uh, shows the project, how much you can earn on it. And I'm hoping that incentivizes uh, people or contractors to, there's a large community of contractors on Facebook groups.
0: Your customers for this, um, like the people that are going to be booking the contractors are mostly yeah. going to be women and beta males that don't know how to fix shit. So, <laughs> so yeah. you're going to target that market. I mean, it's easy to target women because you can just you know select women on advertising boards. I mean, you can't really select beta males. But um, it's reasonably easy to market to your demographic, targeting it that way.
1: Yeah, I. So I this this uh, whole solution here came about because I'm I'm pretty handy myself and I renovated my entire house, but I there was some professional expertise that I needed to call people in, mm-hmm. and in order to get bids on certain things, like it was such a time consuming process, and it's kind of where this came from. It's so like maybe there's an easier way to Get these bids. And some of these things were fairly simple, like plumbing things
0: and remember those three circles that intersect again are I love doing this. I'm really Mm -hmm. good at doing this and it makes me a lot of money. Right. So if you find that you're doing this for a while and those circles start to fade or those lines don't don't exist anymore, it's totally okay to beat it with a stick and bury it six feet under like don't be like one of the big mistakes that startup guys get into is they get totally married to something that just doesn't have legs to fully run. And it looks like it might be potentially a good business, but there's obviously going to be, you know, some obstacles here, you know, with getting it off the ground with the, the marketing and the freedom and, uh, you know, getting users on board. Cause that's always a problem with, uh, SaaS stuff when it comes to the consumer market, every single, uh, SAS to the consumer market. Uh, has to have some sort of incentive to get users on the uh platforms
1: yeah the uh incentive I have right now uh so I saw with uber a big thing for them is that you get twenty dollars uh like in coupons whenever you yeah. get free rides mm-hmm. so my i I do give twenty get twenty so if you recommend someone, you get twenty bucks and then they get twenty bucks as well and mm-hmm. this is uh just reduced from the tax and uh fees that are added. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with paying like, you know, $20 to acquire a customer either, right? I mean, if your fee on connecting the trades guy with a person that needs the trades guy um, is that or an excess of that, uh, you know, just building the database, like building the user base is like the startup Mm -hmm. fucking hurdle.
1: What do you, uh, so basically everything has been very internet based. Do you think there isn't a, a way to like more like since I'm like starting in one city and particularly this is going to start in Ohio, mm-hmm. where do I, do, do you think there's like a way to get in with like a, a group or like actual communities, like within the city, like more person to person, or do you think that might be
0: like a waste of time? Churches. Um, I mean, like if you're in Utah, right. Or, or like Salt Lake city, then you can get in with the, um, what is it? The LDS group or, you know, something like that. Like, that's, that's one way to get it off the ground relatively easily. If you get into a community, if you're part of it anyway.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll check, I'll check that out.
0: Right. Um, what city are you going to launch in Ohio?
1: Uh, Cincinnati.
0: Cincinnati. Okay, cool. All right, man. Well, good luck with that.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Rich.
0: All right. Cheers. Um, what do we got here? Let's see what Luke's got for me. What do you got for me, Luke? automatic meal planner
2: yeah so i am currently working on building the alpha version of the app out. basically Mm -hmm. it is set up so that you can configure the calories uh and macros that you need Mm -hmm. and it will uh generate a meal plan for the entire week based off of what meals you like to eat and uh based off of the meals that are in the database that's the alpha the uh release when it's up to par will have a preference system built in such that whoever wants to use it um is this a
0: physical product where you ship them the meals to their door and then they refrigerate them and eat them as an them?
2: nope it's a app so it'll just give them the recipe for the meals how's that different from anything that exists out there already though because right now a lot of people will see complexity uh we Will say, uh, there's my fitness pal, right? And uh, people use that to create their meal plan, but the friction there is do I want to actually go through and figure out exactly what I'm going to eat or have something automatically like create that for me? I would be interested in uh, partnering with someone who does uh, ship these meals out though.
0: Yeah, why don't you just find a meal planning like a um what do they call these like meal preppers or whatever they're called you know where they like they have these facilities you know they're online and all this sort of shit um like if you can build something out to a large company then sort of sell it to them or like partner with them then you could license it out but like here's the thing though luke right like the problem with meal planning is it's very easy to do like there's already loads of stuff out there like let's be honest this is not a innovative or different idea what would be innovative and extremely different would be meal planning based on somebody's food intolerances or histamine reactions to certain foods like i've gotten right into the fucking weeds with um inflammation cuz um cuz i'm all over my blood works i've been doing it for uh months now And the thing that's most interesting to me is, okay, well, how do I lower the inflammatory markers in my body? And it's like, okay, there's certain foods that create inflammation in your body. So what are those foods? Well, you can only determine what those foods are after you do blood labs. Well, once you get the blood labs assessed, it's going to cost you a thousand bucks to get your blood checked. Then you'll get a plan on what foods are low on inflammation that you need in certain categories for proteins, for carbs, for uh, veg and stuff like that. Like that's when you're getting into something that um, you know would be serious because then because then you can meal plan and then send somebody foods that are already prepped with everything that they need like to the T. and you can charge a lot of money for this by the way too uh, a lot more than like the standard like meal prepper groups and um, then you're catering to the upper echelon right like when it comes to businesses it's always better to go high than low like it's always better to target people with money than than the average guy that's struggling with money that wants to have you compete on price. Yeah. see what I'm saying, like you follow me on that?
2: Yeah, I'm following you. I, the thought process that I have as to why I wanted to do this is because I, I mean, you've seen the statistics on obesity in America, among other health issues, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And the average person being able to bring up the health of the average person is something that I find very important. I have gotten really busy. It's a vitamin
0: business though, right? Like you're not really selling a painkiller. Like the painkiller is the Ozempic product that people pin themselves with like once a week and they'd rather eat Cheetos and fast food and sit on their ass all day, get fat as hell. And then one day realize, Oh crap, I got diabetes. Now I got to do something about it. And I'll just take this other prescription, which I inject myself once a week and I lose the weight. Right. Like there's like there's fewer people that are willing to buy vitamins than they are painkillers. Right. And and I think if you go high, then it's easier to sell vitamins. Right. Because people like that have the money and they're looking for vitamins. I am anyway. And I know like everybody that I know that's in the same like level or space is also interested in this as well, too. But you'd have to like again, like you'd have to love doing it. And if it's not of interest to you, like I'm just offering you that, that suggestion, because I think it's a better model to pivot and look at than just going mainstream and just being like automatic meal planner, because everybody's got something like that or some version of that anyway. Okay. Uh, Definitely a lot to think about there. Thank you. Something to think about, man. See you, Luke. Thanks. All right. uh, Willem, got you real quick. What's up, buddy? Online sales, BMW i8.
3: I first. I have a car question. Uh, why do you think that BMW i8 failed?
0: Let's skip the car question on this show. It's only about business today. What's uh, the business. online sales one?
3: Uh, oh well, when you wouldn't the online sales rep be the best, uh, like elf job, the closest that you can get to it?
0: Are you talking about these high ticket sales guys?
3: Not necessarily any. Uh, any sorry,
0: um, not the high ticket sales, sales guys. The uh, high ticket closers.
3: Well, uh, I'm talking about any sales job wouldn't it be like the best sort of elf job so that it's easy. You can do it anywhere. You can bring high income by Internet. The government can stop you with regulations. And stuff. OK, so then
0: so then you're talking about the guys that are like DMing me like crazy right now. where They're like, I can increase your high, you know, your high ticket sales by seven times margins. Just, you know, give me a second. And here's my link to book a call. Right? Not
3: necessarily, I think they are mostly scammers. That those I don't guys they're that scammers. are scammers,
0: I just think that they're young kids looking to make a buck with no fucking experience. Um, but online sales like selling what online exactly?
3: Well, it can be anything, it can be like uh, power equipment, uh, high maintenance vehicles used in construction, it can be uh, like uh, loads, of, loads of stuff. Like, uh, it can, yeah, it can literally be like electrical equipment to maintain power grid to other countries, like you, you can just DM uh and transfer the goods like i think that uh, the careers of sales is like really the the best uh, because there's no cap on your earn earning like other jobs
0: yeah sales doesn't have a cap but i'm not sure i understand the business model like what what problem does the business solve
3: well i think that uh, the job of a sales rep could solve uh, a problem of a lot of young guys that have a need for high income
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, You're talking about solving the need for high income for the, for the person that wants to make money. What problem yeah. does it solve for the customer?
3: Hmm. Well there's a the
0: customer that needs to give them the money. So what problem does it solve for the customer?
3: Well, I believe there are many emerging industries industries that require that require a lot of salesmen and that um, people are not really opening their eyes to a possibility of such career but you need to have kind of a personality for it you know it's not it's not really a job for everyone no, but... no,
0: you're not hearing me man like what what problem what what's the problem that the individuals experience that the that these that these online sales guys will solve hmm
3: well there's a lot of different markets but not, I'm not quite of I didn't, I didn't think of specific markets currently but yeah
0: you have to be specific man it doesn't make a lot of sense okay alright thanks man see you in a bit okay um, I gotta wrap up it's uh, getting late my voice is starting to go Um, you guys are already talking about the car stuff it's cause the, cause the IA was a piece of shit it was just an ugly piece of shit with a 3 cylinder for a lot of money um, again, the school of entrepreneurship is uh open for the enrollment period. The link is in the description. Uh, if you missed the ticker that's been running the entire show, it uh closes uh midnight tomorrow. Um, if you're on my email list, you'll get reminded of that. But um, check it out. Uh, it's suitable for anybody that look. It's suitable for anybody that's that's currently running a business that is not meeting the criteria that I mentioned here. It's got recurring revenue. It can grow to a million dollars. It's scalable, it's location independent. This is just the tip of the iceberg, okay? There's 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 over 10 hours of material in the lectures, plus I do two 90-minute sessions every month, live Q and A Zooms with the uh, students that have enrolled in the School of Entrepreneurship. And if you want to hear what they have to say, just go to the landing page in the description and click it and read it. It's all there. Um, check it out. It's also good for people that are tired of their J-O-B. And um, as I've said before, and I'll say it again, uh, a lot of people spend a good part of their life, you know, wondering or worrying that entrepreneurship is too risky or it's too dangerous or most businesses fail and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them do fail. And a lot of the ones that don't fail are people running like 97% of businesses out there that are called businesses, if you're a small business owner, never exceed more than a million dollars in annual sales. They've basically created a business to employ themselves and they've called themselves president and CEO. Sure, but it doesn't take off all these boxes or a lot of these boxes. So Again, this is the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot of things that I contemplate in all of these lectures. You can go take a look at the landing page. It's in the description. Learn about what's in the lectures. Learn about why I created the course, who it caters to. If it's something that you've felt this thing for, a calling, um, the School of Entrepreneurship is your starting point. It's a mindset course. It's going to shift your mindset um, and get your head squared away right so that if you are either pivoting an existing business or you're going to start one up, your chances for success are exponentially higher. Or you can go spend $40,000, $60,000 for some bullshit education where they shove rainbows and pronouns in your throat, uh, taught to you by somebody that's never even run a business. Um, so, oh, and I forgot to address the haters because there's always those dipshits that are like scam, uh, you know, you're selling a course, you can find all this stuff for free on the internet or on YouTube or some shit. Good. Go find it. I encourage you. The thing that you don't understand that you're too dumb to comprehend is that people are willing to pay good money for well-organized material. That's what this is. I've taken my 20 plus years of experience personal, the guys that I've worked with, the guys that I've been in business forums with, the guys that I've coached, and I've distilled it all down in the course. No nonsense, none of that bullshit. You've trusted me to unplug you from the bullshit when it comes to women in relationships. This unplugs you from the bullshit when it comes to entrepreneurship so you can get it done right and have a high probability for success and a chance for winning. That's why I created it. So if it's on your radar, check it out. The enrollment period closes midnight tomorrow. Again, the link is in the description. Get in now or don't. Um, It may be offered again in the future, possibly at a different price point though. Uh, I'll wrap it up on that note. Thanks so much for watching, guys. Comment below. I hope you guys got a little bit of insight into the notion of evaluating business ideas and opportunities because a lot of people ask me, I got this idea, I got this idea. How does it compare to this idea? There you go. That's that's how I would uh, use that uh, grid. We'll see you guys soon. Have an awesome night. Peace All out. All right, guys. If you enjoyed that podcast, make sure you visit my website at richcooper.ca to learn more about my courses, my book, The Unplugged Alpha, community, or booking me for private coaching. Also, if you are a Canadian with $15,000 or more of credit card debt and what you are doing right now isn't paying off the balances, then visit totaldebtfreedom.ca and hit get a free quote to see if you qualify to settle your credit card debt for less than you owe today over the next 48 months. Make sure you check out the top pin comment.